Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. The new normal. What is normal? Are suicide-inducing periods normal? Is peeing your pants normal? Is the removal of internal organs normal? Or are 60 cervical orgasms in a row normal? And eight-hour lovemaking sessions after which you want to run a marathon normal? What is your new normal? In my work, I talk a lot about the normalization of dysfunction, meaning there are many states of existence, particularly in the mental, physical, and sexual health realms that people have come to accept as being normal, such as depression, anxiety, the C word, no, not that one, I love that one, I mean the one that rhymes with dancer, the removal of internal organs, genital mutilation in females and males, it's no different, surgical birth, women having their babies cut out of them, women's vaginas falling out or needing to take artificial hormones for their entire lives. All of these things have been normalized, but they are not normal, meaning it is not normal to pee your pants all the time or for your vagina to fall out or to have miserable periods in menopause, to have your genitals cut off at birth or to need antidepressants or anti-anxiety drugs or a lifetime of pharmaceutical medication just to be able to exist in the world. Nope, not normal. With all of these things, there is an underlying assumption that the human body is faulty. It doesn't run well, it breaks down all the time, and it has no idea how to heal itself. It needs constant intervention and correction and direction because on its own, in your poor, frail, incapable hands, it is a disaster. Really? <laughs> what other species on the planet functions like this? None. That's how many. Unless we have domesticated them and subjected them to the same kind of toxins and inbreeding and interference that humans have been exposed to. I have seen over and over again in the sexual health world where I have the most focus and time spent, but also in all reaches of the medical allopathic world, how this MO repeats itself. Manufacture a health problem and then create a solution, no wait, a, a band-aid that doesn't actually solve the problem, charge money for it, and then have to take that band-aid until you die. Or the first band-aid causes more but different problems and then a second and a third band-aid now are needed. As I've said before, Western medicine is the biggest pyramid scheme that exists in the world. It's kind of like if you were the creator of a giant computer system and then you created also numerous viruses or infections to threaten the well-being of that system and then you come up with a new antivirus software to inject into the original problem. 
Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Sounds a lot like what's happening right now and even with the same key players. We'll come back to that in a moment. So much of my work is founded on the idea of redefining what normal is. When people get conditioned and used to a life of dysfunction, they forget, or sometimes they don't know what they don't know. They are accepting the dismal prognosis of some supposed, typically allopathic health expert, and they just do not know there is another way. Or they have an inkling that there could be, but they have no idea where to look. And then they find me and the little voice that was saying to them, hey, maybe you don't actually have to remove your uterus gets validated and something in them begins to come alive and is mobilized with this hope that there could be another way. In my world, it is normal to shoot ping pong balls across the room with your vagina, have multiple vaginal G-spot, cervical, and ejaculatory orgasms, have childbirth be orgasmic and pleasurable and even the biggest high of a woman's life, for couples to have lifelong passionate sex, to have eight-hour erections and feel like running a marathon after intercourse or ejaculation, have blissful menstruation and menopause, have orgasms from just thinking about someone or hearing the sound of their voice, to lubricate naturally no matter your age or stage of life, and to heal anything. To be very clear, normal is to achieve all of these things without drugs or surgery, just from the innate power of your mind and body alone. We are hearing and being programmed right now with these concepts of the new normal, as though the new normal is some kind of inevitable must-do for society to move forward. It's not. It's simply one path of many. Just like how in my work, a woman can be told with absolute certainty that she must remove her internal organs, or a man is told that the only way he'll ever have hard erections again is with a drug. These are but one path. Bring me your genitals and I will show you countless other paths. What I want to do now is share with you my new normal in terms of what this juncture in time and space as a global collective could look like. In my life, I have been exposed to some amazing things and people and powers, and all of this has informed my worldview where it's pretty easy for me to reject and scoff at the typical allopathic perspective that no healing is ever possible without violent and violating interferences. I reject these ideas entirely. Instead, in my new normal, part of any intake or assessment in counseling or by medical or naturopathic doctors would be questions about someone's intimate life. This is typically the core wound in most people and the most useful place to start and powerful place to find out the origin of many of their psychological and physical ailments. In my new normal, doctors thus prescribe orgasms and sexual positions and occasionally some herbs as their medicine. So when you're feeling ill or you need to detox, you run to your bedroom to tap into some super healing power sexual energy and revitalize yourself with it. In my new normal, sex is recognized as an incredible tool and its purity and power is restored. It is also 
having its full true identity uncovered as the fountain of youth. I truly believe that sex is what people have been referring to through the ages, this exchange of elixirs of fluids when they spoke about this. Why do you think sex is so taboo? Why would anyone try to hide its true meaning and energy? Well, this is why, because you have the ultimate healing and regenerative power literally at your fingertips. Sexual conversation and education would be open and free between adults and as parents so that our children receive the messages that intimacy is a natural, normal, and healthy state of behavior. And beyond the sexual sphere, I would say my new normal means that all food is not only organic, but biodynamically grown. And if you don't know what this is, check it out. This is organics on speed. (laughs) It's the system of agriculture developed by the legendary Rudolf Steiner, who is the founder of the Waldorf System of Education and a whole lot of other revolutionary philosophical ideas. And in this system, It harnesses the true, deep, and medicinal, nutritional, and energetic powers of food, where they plant during certain moon cycles, they harvest at the times when the food and herbs are at their maximum healing potential and power. And so this really is food as medicine. Further to that, all animals in food production are free range and live healthy, loved lives. We develop our telepathic powers instead of our electronic ones. In my mind, email and this kind of electronic communication was a fork in the road. We all have the ability to send information, ideas, and communicate with each other telepathically. But these talents were shoved aside in place of relying on machines to do it for us. I know people in remote areas in Africa who use this as their primary mode of communication. They set up in-person meetings and gatherings and they talk to each other this way. They don't have phones or email and so this is all they've got and they use it. And my own telepathic powers began to emerge when I was living off the grid with no electricity around me. And this was before the time of cell phones and so the earth was far less bombarded with radiation and so were we. And this is when I began to feel I could actually have these communications at the time. And I'm still aware of these things now, but it was so clear to me that being in a remote area away from any kind of electronic interference was allowing these things to come to the surface. So give that some thought in light of our further deepening and the intentions to even more so blanket the earth in these kinds of waves of information and electronic transmissions. And I spoke about this last week in my other podcast, I've Gone Viral again. So also in my new normal, we learn and we use the true healing powers of plants and crystals. I've experienced this myself and I talked about last week how these are the things that I have in my personal first aid kit are only plant medicine and that's it. And I've since created a a line of healing crystal elixirs that I sell in the Anami Alchemia shop because I've always had this fascination with crystals and I'm very much of the mind and 
have studied information that suggests that the crystals all hold their own different geometric record-keeping patterns of transmissions that we can tune into by getting in touch with these energies of crystals. So that's been a big passion of mine as well. I'd love to see how pain management could be accomplished through things like self-hypnosis. I knew a medical doctor, I knew him personally from India, who was able to undergo open heart surgery without a drop of anesthesia or pain medication. He hypnotized slash meditated himself into a brainwave state where he was able to fully bypass all of his pain for the entire surgery and afterwards. I would love to see bones being knit back together when they break through energy focus and Reiki. I once met a Reiki master who could heal broken bones just through his Reiki treatment by knitting them back together. Wouldn't it be amazing if this was the standard treatment for broken bones? Same thing for things like teeth, which rot in the mouth. And honestly, dentistry is one of the most barbaric professions so far, where I feel like so many other professions, even allopathic medicine, there are alternatives, which are so much more gentle and holistic. And yet dentistry is still like Flintstones era practices. And so we've already heard that there is the potential to regrow teeth through stem cells, which I think is an amazing idea. I would love to see in the new normal where meditation is considered to be as essential as food, where school classrooms start the entire day. And I've actually seen some schools who do this with meditation with all the children. Daily exercise is also considered to be as essential as food. Nature, the sun, the outdoors, and the ocean are all considered to be healing and essential medicine. And they are treated this way through the dominant systems of healing of the day. And we learn to teleport. No, it's not just a science fiction fantasy. Once you understand that you live in a multidimensional world, all becomes possible here and now. And our education system teaches all of these things. That's what children go to school for, is to learn how to harness all of their latent powers. I'm sure you've all heard that phrase, we only use 10% of our brains. Well, what the fuck are the other 90% doing? This is the kind of stuff that they could be doing, and yet we're operating at this massive deficiency. So I could go on and on of my list of things that I would love to see in a new normal, but I think you get the picture. And some of these things to some of you might seem far-fetched, yet I have met people who have either done or they've experienced or they know someone who's done these things. Every single one of these things I've listed, they are actually not that far out of our current reality. Well, they are if you're in a mindset that is very exclusive of these things. Years ago, when I went to live in Bali for the first time, so that was about 22 years ago, and I was just so grateful and amazed at how these people lived in a spiritual state. Like in Western cultures, especially in North America, there's a lot of like saluting the idea that you're religious, but not so much in practice, where I loved in Bali that they actually walked their talk. And spirituality was their number one priority in their lives. Family was number two, and a distant third would have been work. 
because they live in more of a communal environment where they support each other. And like I said, their relationship with the interdimensional worlds and spirits and nature is absolutely number one in everybody's lives there. And all of the entire society revolves around that. And then I remember, and just that idea of living amidst all of this awareness and like I said spiritual focus and then coming back to North America and just feeling like oh my god what am I doing here like this is such a dead place compared to that where all of these other like I said otherworldly connections have been extinguished right and taken away so Look, I, you know, there have been all kinds of junctures where the human race has veered off into a more automated and technological direction throughout the eons in tech we trust. And while I appreciate that there are conveniences like email and the internet, imagine if all of the things I just listed were our current reality. And they could be, as I've said, in some parts of the world and with some people, they are. So what I'm now inviting you to do is to reimagine your new normal. What could life actually look like? And in this imagining, I want you to go big, as big as I've been talking about. And I know that right now, many people have had their freedoms totally removed from them and that they are in the middle of a tyrannical takeover. Well, we all are in the midst of that effort in the guise of the latest, greatest viral sensation. But instead of saying things like, I just want to be able to go to the park with my kids, go bigger. The only way we are going to be able to balance out and triumph over this current global darkness is by going way beyond it, by transcending it. Do you get me? What is your new normal? Even if it seems crazy and far-fetched and utopian, go there. Because what's happening right now in the world is a crazy, far-fetched dystopia. So we're going to hijack this term and this idea of the new normal to define and create it for ourselves. And I have seen some wonderful, heroic examples lately of the people taking back their power. Back in November of last year, when Australia was having these massive bushfires, and the government was saying it couldn't really do very much, the comedian Celeste Barber, through a facefuck campaign, raised no less than $50 million for fire relief efforts in the country. Last week, or maybe it was the week before, a woman in Dallas was thrown in jail and fined $7,000 for opening her hair salon so that she could have her staff feed themselves and their children. She had something like 18 people working under her. And so someone started a crowdfunding campaign and raised over $350,000 for her and her staff. She then said that she would donate some of that money towards other people who that she heard of were also starting their businesses up and were at risk of legal action. A police officer in Washington state was, um, I can't even know what the term, if he was fired or put on temporary leave or suspension for speaking up and saying that all of the freedom restricting that he was being forced to do was unconstitutional and ridiculous. And he stood his ground even after, because he created a video that had something like, 
uh, I don't know, over a million views. And so once the views got that high, he was instructed to pull the videos. And so he refused to because that would go against the very principle of the video. And for that, he was punished. And so somebody else started a crowdfunding campaign and raised 421000 at last count <laughs> for him and his family. This is what citizen-directed action looks like. And this is what taking back power looks like. Somebody brave, stands up and they set an example and the rest of us back them the fuck up and support them because this is what community looks like and it's fucking beautiful. This is where our power lies and these are the most inspiring examples to me to watch people A, to stand up and B, for people to back them up. So for all of you spiritual people out there who talk about creating your own reality, this is where the rubber hits the road. Do you really believe this? Do you believe that you have the power to shape your day-to-day reality and existence? Do you believe, do you know that you are powerful enough? Or is this just a cute fucking quote that you put on your Instagram to live your dreams? I called this out a couple of weeks ago in my How to Be Original podcast on the myriad of pseudo-spiritual guides out there. Like I said, now it really matters. What have you got? So this is a call for anyone and everyone. I don't care if you have 100 Instagram followers or no Instagram or all you have is a Facebook account with your friends and family on it, I want you to get out there and start defining and sharing what is your new normal. Put it out there. If you are a health worker or a leader in any capacity, this goes double for you. Do you really believe this create your own reality shit or not? Is this the reality that you want right now? This fucking bullshit that you're seeing in front of you? Do you consent to this? If not, then fucking get busy and get to work. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review. And send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off-the-charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.